This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Who's joined me at the throne this morning to give all God the glory and grace and command our morning in Jesus' name? Amen. Good morning. It's grateful, Deborah Evans. Uh-oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry, too. Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Monday, everyone. Happy Monday, uh, Brother Michael. Good morning. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. Grateful we are. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you as well. Have a wonderful and blessed day. You also. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's joined the call? Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory on this manner. Magnificent Monday. Who's came, who has joined the line to give God all the glory that is due unto him that has kept us through the night? Give him a shout. Hey, 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 hey. Good morning. It's Didi. How are you, sis? Hey, hey, sis. I am blessed. Woke up this morning praying with my mind staring on him. Thank you, Jesus. I do ask. Um, for the family to continue to, well, pray for my family. I lost my 21-year-old cousin, DJ, in Hot Springs, Arkansas. He was gunned down at a gas station. So if you could just lift up my Arkansas family, I'd appreciate it. Love you. Thank you. Yes, God be Lord. Jesus, man. Oh, Jesus. Didi, his name was DJ. His name is DJ. It it was he didn't make it. Okay, he he's still he, he still has his name. He yes, he does, and they thank God got the two um, gunmen. So that part was is done. So we just gotta go through the process. Thank you. God is victorious. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who has joined the Happy Monday, girlfriend. Happy Monday. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Morning, Monday morning, shout out to one and all. Yes, good morning, Sister Stephanie. Yes, let's keep that acclim- that that praise on the tip of our tongue every every hour that we even think about when stuff come up against us. Just say, Lord, to your glory, we love you and we thank you for this day. Hallelujah. Who's joining the line and would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. I'm your hostess. Who has come to declare victory this morning? To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Who has joined and would like to say good morning?
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Who has joined and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Rochelle. This is Cynthia. Good morning, sister. Good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday to you, too. Yeah, have a blessed day. You have a blessed day, too. Yes, we come, oh God, worshiping God for a new day, thanking him for the renewing of our mind and the direction of our day. Who's joined Declare Victory and would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Monday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Have a super dope blessed day. Good morning. Who's joined Declare Victory and would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Swanita. Good morning, Swanita. Good morning. Happy Monday or good Monday. I don't know. If it's, yeah, it's happy Monday. I'm, 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 it I'm, is. I'm to that. It yeah, is. that's right. I'm like, call it out. <laughs> call it out. It is. It shall be. It will be. It will be. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah, put his name on it. Hallelujah, we meditate on the word to get back where we are, back in his presence, back in his anointing, where God has prepared and established us. Amen. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Hey, what's Dora? It's Moxie. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Good morning, Foxy Moxie. Have a good day, sis. You too, sis. Good morning, Rochelle. Christina Joy. Y'all have a wonderful, awesome day. You too. Good morning, Christina. Have a blessed day. Hey, good morning, Joy. Hello. Hi, Joy. Have a blessed day, sweetie. Good morning, family. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Shell. Good morning, DZ family. It's glorious. Good morning, glorious. Have a glorious, magnificent day. I love you. You too. Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, who's joined the call and would like to say good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. This is Jonathan. Good morning, Kung Fu Panda. Good morning. Hi-ya. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> good morning. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? All right. Well, if you don't say it now, make sure you say it throughout the day. One more time. Does anyone join the call would like to say good morning before we get started with the call? All right. If not, we're going to go ahead and move forward. We ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Restore Resilient Rochelle, and I am your host this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. 
We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to empower, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of March, where our monthly theme is entitled Radical Relationships. All our declarations will focus on the importance of having radically relationships considering the will and plan of God, which allows us to walk, live with purpose. There are two announcements today. First, please join us and every Monday night for Marriage Matters and Married Couples or Married Hopefuls. You can call in to the same phone number tonight from 6.30 to 7.30 Pacific Standard, 8.30 to 9.30 Central Standard, 9.30 to 10.30 Pacific Standard, you will happy that you did. Secondly, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our our mission? There are three ways to give. The first is declarevictory.org, paypal.me forward slash declarevictory, or cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving and trusting in him. Um, Let's see, there are, check any prayer requests by the app. And there were none, but we're going to continue to lift up all the prayer requests that we have heard throughout the week. There was one spoken prayer request. We're praying for Didi um, and her Arkansas family and her family as well. Um, they lost her cousin DJ. Um, he was shot in Arkansas. So we're going to keep lift their family in prayer and um, thank God for being victorious in uh, catching the people that did it, but we still want to pray for the grief for the family. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought by Elder Jonathan. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought by Elder Jonathan. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is Ephesians 6 and 11. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. I ask that you check one more time. Make sure that your phone is on mute. And at this time, I pass the call to our prayer warrior. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'll be reading from Psalms 145, 18 through uh, 21, ESV version. We are blessed beyond belief. The Lord is near to all who call on him, all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. 
Be near to me, Lord, Father. Let your presence encompass my soul. The nearness of you does me good. Apart from you, I wither like late autumn vine. It is a comfort to know that you will draw near and you will fulfill not only my needs, but my desires. The promises you give are sometimes the only lifeline I have. More times than I like to admit, I do not praise you. And to be honest, there are only a few times in my life I can recall praising you with my whole being. Lord, I do not live in the knowledge of you always. I put a greater score on others' opinions of me than I do yours. You made me in your image, and I am constantly being shaped and molded by your hands. Help me to be malleable in your hands when my heart hardens to anything that threatens my comfort zone and selfish desires. You have blessed me beyond belief. You have granted me freedom through your son. May I never stop speaking of you in my life. May I never stop recollecting your steadfast love and faithfulness. Oh, Father God, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, acknowledging that you are everything that we need. Lord God, you are the Alpha and the Omega, Lord God. There is no end to your love, Lord God. There is no end Lord God, to your grace and mercy, God, we are grateful, Lord Jesus, that you have called us out, Lord God, set us aside, God, set us apart, Lord God, and we are also grateful, God, that you have the patience, Lord God, to deal with our uh, shortcomings, Lord God, to deal with our failings, Lord God. We ask, Jesus, that you will forgive us, forgive us for anything. And we may have done, Lord God, that uh, caused you grief or sadness, Lord God, because we realize, Lord God, apart from you, we are nothing, Lord God. Apart from you, Lord Jesus, we will wither, Lord God. Apart from you, Lord God, we are out here like the children in the wilderness, Lord God, wandering and wandering and wandering and murmuring and complaining. Oh, God, help us to remember, Lord God, that you are our source, Lord Jesus. Help us to remember, Lord God, that we need the whole armor of God, Lord God, to fight against the wiles of the enemy, Lord God, and his minions, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will come into this room right now, Lord God, and saturate us with your holy, loving spirit, Lord God. I pray for those, Lord God, who are grieving, Lord God. I pray for Dee Dee's family in Arkansas, Lord God. I pray for the spirit of DJ, Lord God, that he may rest with you, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. We do not know or understand why things happen, Lord God. We don't know or understand, Lord God, but we know, Lord God, that you can see in the by and by. So I pray, God, that you will comfort those, Lord God, who have lost loved ones. Comfort those who are sick. Comfort those who are homeless. Comfort those, Lord God, who are addicted to anything, Lord God. Lord, we know the best addiction, Lord God, is you. So we pray, Lord God, that we will dive right into your word and feast, Lord God. Help us to feast, Lord God, until our souls are satisfied, Lord God. Let your word fill us up, Lord God. Let your word guide us, Lord Jesus. Let your word uh, lead us, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to pant, Lord God. Help us to yearn, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, help us. Help us 
Help us, God. We need you, Lord God. We recognize you as Lord and Savior of our lives, God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that under everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord, gets a dose of you this morning, Lord God. Just enough, Lord God, to make it through this day, Lord God. Because we understand that you didn't have to do it all, but we are so glad you did. We're glad that you woke us up, Lord God, and we're, uh, we were able to put our both feet on the ground this morning, God. We recognize, Lord God. We recognize, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. God, we recognize you as our source, our living water, God. And I bless your name this morning. Oh, God, I just bless your name this morning, Lord God, because you are my strong power, Lord God. You are my fortress, Lord God. You will fight our battles, Lord God. Oh, God, you will provide and protect, Lord God. You give us provisions, Lord God. You give us manna, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I just bless your name this morning, God. I pray, Lord God, that you will just ruminate, Lord God, and saturate, Lord God, because your word says whenever two or three are gathered, you are there in the midst, Lord God. Let us not forget the great sacrifice that you made for us, God. Your word says, Lord God, that um, we will have trials and tribulations, God. We will have mountains and valleys, Lord God. We may fall or slip down the wall, Lord God. But your word says, God, we are victorious. So help us to remember, even in those times, Lord God, the victory we have on this side, Lord God, and the eternal victory, God, we have on the other side, God. We look forward to heaven and eternity with you, Lord God. We look forward to dancing around all day, Lord God, in heaven, God. God, your word says that you have prepared a place for us, Lord God, and that place has many rooms, God, enough for all, God. God, I pray for those who don't know you, God. I pray for those who are seeking you, Lord God. I pray for those who know you but need to know you more, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I just love you this morning. Oh, God, we are going through, I am going through my own personal uh, trials and tribulations, God, but help us. Help me to keep my eyes fixed on you, Lord God. Help my faith, Lord God. Help my faith, Lord God. Help our faith, God. Our hope is in you, Jesus. I pray for elder that will be coming after me, Lord God, that he will have a word, Lord God, that he will have a word, Lord God, to refresh in our spirits, Lord God, that he will have a word, Lord God, that we can uh, think upon and pray upon this day, Lord God. This is a glorious day, God, a day we've never seen before. Many people did not make it to this day, God, and we know our days are all numbered, Lord God. So, God, let us use them while we can, Lord God. Help us to acknowledge, Lord Jesus, while we can, Lord God. Help us to uh, build our relationship with you, God, while we can, Lord God. Help us not ever to take you for granted, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, help us to lean and depend on you, Lord God, to speak to you, Lord God, to pray to you, Lord God, to spend time, Lord God, in that quiet, secret place with you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I pray right now that all my brothers and sisters will come off a of mute, Lord God, and praise you for all your worth, God. 
praise you in your glory, God. Oh, God, we lift you up right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we call you King. We call you Savior. We call you Might. We call you Hallelujah. 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 H
Elder, if you're speaking, we can't hear you. Give him one second. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you able to hear me now? Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all pray for Elder Jonathan over here talking and having a whole conversation with y'all and was on mute. I am so sorry. Uh, Bless the Lord, my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. I want you to know um, it's a wonderful Monday. It's a beautiful day here in the neighborhood. And I want you to know uh, it's 626 here in Pacific Standard Time. And I want all of you that can hear me to know this, that you have made it through the midnight hour. You've made it through what seemed to be the darkest time. And, and I want you to know that because you've made it through, there is more to your story. With that, I pray that all of you stay encouraged and remain uh, expecting God to do the exceeding, the abundant above all that you could even ask or think. Um, our theme this month is is one of those kind of themes that made me chuckle a little bit. Um, and 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 let's let's get on on the inside of this. And I uh, I wrote some notes, and well, I wrote these notes uh, in teacher form. So I, I do believe that we're going to take a we're going to take some walks today. We're going to do some striding. 
uh, in the name of Jesus. So I, I want to deal with a couple of words. We, we, we dealt with radical obedience last month. And, and, and for those of you that recall, radical means to change the, 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 trage the trajectory or the position or posture of, uh, to do it, uh, with proper permission to to push you into a certain place. Now we've taken radical and connected it to the word relationship. We've taken it and connected to this thing that we all know. Um, and and so I began to look up and research and 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 I, I promise you I want you to have your your pens ready because I might do some skipping around in the Word of God. Um, let me start with this Romans. Romans chapter eight. Book of Romans, chapter 8. Write that down. We'll come back to it. Um, while you get Romans, chapter 8, let's go to Acts, chapter 16. And I'll read a little in verse. Uh, 16, uh, 16 to 18, then I'll move from 23 to 26, and then move to 28. Uh, verse 16 of Acts chapter 16 says, And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much by soothsaying, much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried saying these men are the servants of the most high god which show us show unto us the way of salvation and this did she many days but paul being grieved turned and said to to the spirit i command thee in the name of jesus christ to come out of her and he came out the same hour I'm going to jump down, verse 22. And the multitude rose up against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison, that would be the, the dungeon, and made their feet fast in the stocks. Verse 25, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loosed. Verse 28, but Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. 
I want to do one more jump, if you will, run with me uh, over to the first, the book of First Samuel, chapter thirty. And it came to pass, reading at verse one, when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captives, and that that were with, there with them, they slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burnt with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice, until they had no more power to weep, jump down. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this truth? Shall I overtake them? And shall I? And, and he answered him and said, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Radical relationships, radical relationships. And when we begin again to talk about radical, it means to change the trajectory of or to change the pursuit of, to change the direction of. But when we begin to look at this word relationship, so so you don't think I'm just throwing it around carelessly, I'm going to give you a definition and then walk through the definitions that was given to me by about relationships. So the basis of relationship is the connection, the binding, the intertwining interaction between. Say that again, the connection, the binding, the intertwining, the interaction between. So so let's get the basis of relationship is the, the connection between something and someone, the, the, the thing that binds them together, the, the intermingling or interactions, uh, the, 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 the back and forth that they have with one another, uh, the, 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 the space in between them that connects them, the thing that connects them in relationship. And in these two uh, things that we've read so far in the verses of the Bible, I know you're probably going, well, how does uh, Paul and Silas uh, meeting this damsel uh, uh, say anything about relationship? And how do you put David in relationship with, with that? And so I'm here to tell you the first thing about relationship, one of the definitions uh, that, that came along with it was bearing. Bearing. The act of power or time of bringing forth or producing. Can I tell you that sometimes we, we look at the word relationship and we feel that the word relationship is only uh, talking about the lovey-dovey part or, or the good part, but can I tell you that, that that relationship across the board will cause you to be in the place to produce something. It has the ability to bear the strength or the act and power and gives you the proper timing to produce what needs to be produced. Watch this. The other word that it used was bring forth. Mm. 
So you mean to tell me that there's certain things that you have an interaction, an intertwining, a connection, a binding with uh, uh, between and a, 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 a space in between that will cause you to produce at the right time because of what it is. And so we, we began to move through these words uh, that's connected with relationship. Watch this. The next word that came with relationship was pressure. Oh God, pressure. Uh, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about this pressure. What, what does it look like? Well, the pressure in the relationship is the burden or physical distress. See, 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 a radical relationship, uh, uh, when we're dealing with relationship, first of all, your interaction between or or the thing that has you connected, uh, at some point there will be a burden. At some point there will be distress. Uh, sometimes I know we would think that all relationships are come to make us smile, but there are some relationships, there are some interactions, some intertwinings that will cause a distress on you. It will cause you to be put into a situation <laughs> uh, that you're not comfortable. Uh, that, that there, it will cause you to be put into a place in your mind where you have, a, as my pastor would say, a split brain moment. It will cause you to say, should I, shouldn't I? It will cause you to say, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. It will make you wonder uh, what in the world is going on. What what is this that's happening? See, there's a portion of relationship, uh, the interaction between you and whatever it is, that it there's a place that it is going to cause you to look at your circumstance, your circumstance and your situation and say, what is going on? Your your pressure. Your pressure is on. It, 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 is, it is the place uh, in your relationship. When you're dealing with radical relationships, it will cause you uh, to put some stuff in check. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. Uh, relationship that, that is, is, is ordained by God will cause you to look at some things and make a checklist. Now, if you have a person uh, that is connected to this relationship, it then will cause that person at the right time, watch this, to produce. So uh, according to this, this definition, it will put you in the position that will, that will make you produce what needs to be produced. So when that person that is connected to you radically in your relationship says to you, you know you're wrong, you know you stink, you know you're dirty, you need to get it right, you cannot get mad with them because they're only doing what God has called them to do in that time and in that season for you. Pressure. When we talk about the pressure of the relationship. Uh, it, is, it is to get your emotions in check to get your your emotions your feelings your ideas uh, uh to, to in, in the place that you want to fall uh to fall unconscious or be unproductive it will cause that area to be in check oh god 
<laughs> uh, all right. So so here let's let's look at something real quick. So uh for those of you that know the story, Paul uh was on his way to them and his him and his disciples were, were moving through the land and they had gotten to this place and, and there was this particular young lady who who was declaring out loud Oh, these are the men of God, and they come to show us the way. But what happened is when you begin to read, the Bible says that Paul became grieved. You only become grieved about something uh, when it's close to your heart. It, you only become grieved about something when it's dear to you or when you feel some kind of way about it. So in this predicament, in this relationship, Paul's emotions are put into check. David uh, goes out to war and is battling and won the battle. And when he gets home, he's he's met with the look of destruction. He's he's met with the smell of destruction. He's met with the place of distress on his brain because now as he looks, as he begins to make his way to what he knows to be home, he looks uh, in, into the, the horizon. He looks into the place ahead of him in, in, at what should be a place of comfort, but it has now become a place of distress. Now his emotions are all over the place because as he begins to get closer, he notices there's a smell of fire in the air. There's a smell of smoke in the air. And, and although there's a smell of, of, of burning cattle, there, there's a smell of burning horses, there, there's a smell of burning fields. Now I'm distressed and distraught. I'm in this place in my emotions because of the relationship that I have. My emotions are all over the place because of my connection to this thing. My emotions are in a place where they want to give up. They're, they're in a place where they want to, to, to throw in the towel. And, and the Bible says that David and the men with him begin to show how distressed they are. They begin to cry and weep and weep and cry until they could not anymore. See, the, the thing with these two situations that they both have in common is that they both were met uh, with this relationship where uh, there was pressure involved. Can I tell you that there are parts and portions of your relationship that are not necessarily made for that moment, but they are made for the moments to come? Can I tell you that there is a portion in your relationship, there are or, or relationships that will come that will seem right off the back to make you discomfort, discomfortable, uncomfortable, uneasy. But it's not for, for that moment, but it is for the moments to come. This pressure that is produced uh, watch this, is the weight of the atmosphere that is exerted in every direction in order to produce. Uh, at first, it, it just seemed like this pressure was, was too much to bear. It seemed like it was just too heavy. But can I tell you that there's a place under pressure where the best of you is produced? Mm-hmm. 
It is it is this the relationship of your situation that has caused you to be able to pray the way that you pray. Can I show you something for those of you that like precious stones? Uh, a precious stone, although we have the ability to synthesize them and make them in the lab, but I believe the truth of the value of a diamond is in its pressure. Mm. So so that means that in order to see the diamond. Uh, be to its greatest potential, it must have pressure from that around it, from the area around it, from the atmosphere that it's in. Uh, in order for the pressure uh, to, for the, excuse me, for the diamond to be correct, the pressure has to be correct. So the things that you've gone through, the things, the relationship that brought itself to you, that made you cry and made you pouting and it puts your, your mind in distress and it puts you at a place of unease and it puts you in a place of uncomfort. It has you right where God wants you. Sir, how can you tell me that God wants me right here in the place of uncomfortable? Because it's simple. See, as I began to look at relationship and, and thought about this, I found it funny that the first thing that would pop to my brain was the, the relationship with the shofar. God, what does that mean? And so I started to remember that when you begin to make a shofar, it takes certain pressures that the relationship of the shofar has that will cause the shofar to be the shofar that it is. See, in order to get the shofar, it, something first must die. After it is died or sacrificed, then it has to go through the place of extraction. And in the extraction, it has, there is a boiling, there is a pressure, there is a pushing, there is a pulling. And when that happens, it then releases that was on the inside. It is now hollowed out. But that is not the end of the process. See, the next part of the process, there is a, a sanding involved, a gutting out after there's some more cutting away. And so in this pressure that you feel in the particular portion of your relationship is the, is the place where God is now sanding you down to the polished version of you. you. You you've gone into the place of pressure as a diamond, as a gem, in order that your value now rises to the best of its ability or to the place of production that God desires it to be. Relationship. I promise you these are all definitions connected to the word relationship. So David is met with a challenge. His emotions are all over the place and he begins to cry out and he begins to pray and he begins to pour out his spirit. He begins to pour out his emotions to the point that the Bible says that he and the men around him could not cry anymore. And right after that, the relationship said, we need to kill him. The relationship said, we'll take him out back and stone him. The relationship, uh, the place where I've taught them to be uh, courageous and, and taught them how to be uh, uh, warriors has now turned to me and said, we'll use everything you taught us on you. And David, in that moment, now has a check. His emotions say you can't stay here. His emotions, I'm sorry, his emotions wanted to cry, but the spirit in him said you cannot stay here. He he called for the ephod. Go get me the thing that sits closest to the presence 
of God. The Bible says that Paul and Silas, after they were beaten, after Paul had been grieved because uh, this this thing that, that was calling out and crying out and mocking them as men of God and announcing who they were, it wasn't that that's not who they were, but it was that the spirit behind it made the announcement. And do you know that sometimes you're, you're, it's not the fact that what who's announcing it, it's what's the spirit behind it. It's not what they're saying, it's the spirit behind it. And so now Paul has now called this thing out looked it in the face and said, let her go. And now because of her master's uh, want for money, when she shake her shimmy just right, it, it, would cause, uh, it would cause it to turn on. She would have a that's so raven moment and be able to, to tell the people. But when she got back to the master, something was different about her. And, and they, they called to go get the men that made this happen. And they, the Bible says that Paul and those that was with him, Paul and Silas was met with beating by the magistrate. They took off their clothes and embarrassed them and, 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 and tried to show their, their nakedness. And then after they beat them, they then told them to take them and throw them in the dungeon, throw them in the inner part of the prison and the Bible says that they were locked at their hands and feet. There's a portion, uh, there's a place in relationship, again, that will cause you to be uncomfortable. But that uncomfort is not for your now. It's for what's about to transpire. Watch this. Bearing. Understanding where you are versus where you need to get to. Understanding where you are versus where you need to get to. So Paul and Silas are in the inner parts of the dungeon. It's it's no light here and it's it's dank. It's it's wet. It's rats running around. It's mice running around, and other creepy crawlers of the night. And 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 Paul locked in the stocks. His hands in a familiar position. His his feet in a place where did not feel comfortable. And and he begins. The Bible says that they begin to sing praises. They began to, to 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 realize where they were in the situation. They began to realize uh, where they were and where they needed to get to. They began to sing praises. They began to open their mouths in the place that felt uncomfortable for them. Oh, God, I, I, can I tell you that, that the, the, the place of your position, you, the, the position of the relationship may not come to cause you uh, a discomfort just for discomfort's sake, but it came for your next level. Uh, David called for the ephod, and, and after he called for the ephod, the Bible says that David laid and prayed. And he began to talk to God. As he began to talk to God, the Bible says that David asked the Lord a question. Lord, I need to know, what do I do here? Do I, do I go after them? Do I stay here? 
what is my next move? And the Bible says that, that God spoke to David and said to him, pursue, go after him. But don't just pursue them. Overtake them and recover all. The Bible says David left from that place, charged him and the men to go get what belonged to them. Uh, Paul and Silas began to sing praises. And, and, and can I tell you that the position that you're in now is is to see the glory of God. The, the position you're in now is to see the hand of God revealed. The position that you're in now in this, this, this place called relationship is to change the trajectory of which way you've been going. See, the reason you feel the pressure is because God is is not only uh, uh, putting you, trying to get you to the place where he sees you as, uh, but he's trying to let you understand what he sees you as. He wants you to understand that it's in the place that, that you seem to be the most uncomfortable. It's in the place where you seem to be uh, uh, not feeling this thing. you in the place where you now have to tap in to that on the inside, watch this, to produce in the pressure. That goes back to our first definition, the act, the power, and the timing to bring forth. Now is the time for you to produce. Now is the time for you to push back on the things that have been pushing against you. See, the relationship of this thing brought you to your place uh, that seemed to have bitter tears. But had you not met those tears, you wouldn't be able to pray in the realm that you now pray in. Had you not met this opposition, you, had, you would not be able to pray the way that you pray. Had you not met this thing, you wouldn't be in the power that you are in now. See, this Thing. wasn't the, 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 the breaking of you, but it was the absolute making of who you are now. The Bible says that Paul and Silas begin to pray, and at midnight something happened that they, after they began to sing praises to God, that everybody that was in their situation heard them. Oh God, David uh, in the same situation after he after they had after they cried out and was ready to kill him. Now David is in the position to speak, to watch this, prophesy, to give uh, direction with divine order to their next level. Now David is able to say, we will stand and we will declare the victory. We will speak the victory. Watch this. Paul and Silas is in the inner parts underneath. Well, somehow, some way, as they begin to give God the glory in the midst of this thing that has been presented to them, uh, they begin 
to sing. And the Bible says that all of the prisoners heard them. That everybody that was in the same situation <laughs> that they were in, everybody that gone through what you've gone through. See, sometimes we say, why me? Why I got to go through this? What's this for? Because this is for your making, beloved. And everybody that was a part of that situation heard them. Watch this, Romans 8, 26 and 28. 26 to 28, Message Bible says, meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's spirit is right alongside helping us alone. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of wordless sighs, our aching or our aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant conditions, and keeps us present before God. That's why we can say, excuse me, that's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something, something good. So what do you think, 31, with God on our side like this, how can we lose? If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the, on the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son, is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for us? And who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? I say to you today, don't despise the place of where you are. Don't belittle the fact of what you're going through. The radical relationship between you and God has placed you in a position to sit in the place of power and to prophesy. Watch this. Prophesy is not just houses, cars, and lands, but to prophesy means to speak out of your mouth out loud with divine inspiration, the direction to speak boldly out of your mouth, direction with God-inspired breath. With that, I hope that you realize that what you're going through is not to kill you, but only to get God in the place that he gets the glory, but that you would see and others would witness and be a part of, witness, be a part of, and uh, 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 have some of your victory. And so I say, Lord, I pray that this has touched hearts and minds. Uh, Lord, I pray that it, it be somewhere and it would cause them to live. God, I thank you for the push in this relationship. I thank you for the charge in this relationship. And we get ready, God, to triumph. We get ready 
to push through. We get ready to meet your glory in this next level. With that, I want to say good morning, good morning, good morning. If there's any, let's start there, uh, that has not had a chance to say good morning, please say good morning. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Thank you for your declaration. God bless you. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, this is Mary. God bless. Good morning. Good morning. It's persistent. God bless you. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. This is kind Kim. Thank you, Elder Jonathan. Good morning. Good morning. To God be the glory. Good morning, Father. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Great declaration. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning and happy Monday. Good morning, Miss Leomia. Great decoration. Hey, Miss Leon. How are you this morning? I am great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. So good to hear you. Good hearing you too. You have a great one. You too. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Hey, hey, God bless everyone on the call. Great decoration. God bless good. you. Good morning. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, it's Kenya. Good morning. Hey, Elder Jonathan, it's Dee Dee. Love you. Bless, bless my soul this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh Lord. All right. Uh, if there's no one else to say good morning, let's uh, dive right in. Uh, what did you hear? What did you get? What did you take from it? Comments, concerns, inputs, outtakes. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Good morning, Nessa Jonathan. Um, what I heard was great decoration, first and foremost. But I, as um, Apostle Garrison was, would say, I feel glory right there for the first time and the <laughs> second time. <laughs> I feel empowered <laughs> that we can. Um, it just goes so well with yesterday, the activation and the help that we have mm -hmm. on the inside. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. So, it, it, man, it made perfect sense from last Sunday, this Sunday to today. It all worked as they're working together. So, God bless you. Great declaration. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Well. Good morning. It's Dee Dee. Thank you. I agree with Rochelle. Just um, with radical relationships, it's amazing to me how this month has just been eye-opening and all the declarations have been, I mean, I don't see how anybody who's called in and listening to really be the same as far as what we are called to do. And yesterday um, at church, 
they were talking about community and just reminding people of what relationships are supposed to look like. And so if we just really, and, I, and, and even with me sometimes, Elder Jonathan, I think I overthink relationships. And I know it's all over the place because relationships and radically put together and what God really called us to do. It's not as hard as we make it, I think. So I'm just grateful for how you present and your sound. Oh my God, when you're worshiping, man of God, like I lost one last at church yesterday and I wasn't going to lose one this morning because you really, it's a calm that I get when I hear your sound. But what I want to tell you is thank you for how you, you bless us this morning. And we all need to really just take take notes of what we're getting because we're getting so much not to just hang up and not be changed by what what you poured out because it's so refreshing and i just want to say thank you thank you so much man of god i hope i made sense my little baby waking up so i want to just tell you thank you and i and i bless god bless you to god be praised i'll uh i'm gonna say this and and i'm gonna i know um i'm in a place now where i can understand it um relationships have not always seemed the pleasant um and people you know talk about my sound and um and i'll say to you all that you get to the place where you understand the worth of your sound um i did not always have a voice in the sense that i was uh i did not like my sound i did not care for my voice i did not care for it but because of and just I, I want this I want you to hear this part in this in what we've talked about today, we talked about Paul, Silas, David, and the men. In the situations that they were in, their voices were projected. So for those of you that are going through something, first of all, you're going through it, you're not going to get stuck. That's a bonus. But the fact that your voice is amplified in what you're in is a place to give glory and honor to God. The voice that you hear today uh, had to come through some hardships, had to come through some some what seemed to be rough relationships. And when I say relationships, I mean my interactions or intertwining with something or someone or a group of people. And so when you hear me, you hear the victory. When you hear your sounds, you hear your victory. You can look at what you've been through. And because of what you've been through, <laughs> uh, there, I told my, my group of guys yesterday, there are a group of people that you will meet that I will never meet. But because of the sound that you project, because of the sound of where you come from, it will reach a certain group of people. And because of that, they will see the glory of God. So don't ever underestimate your sounds. Don't ever underestimate where you have come from, what you've been through. No, don't underestimate what you are in, but your, your radical relationship with where God has an idea. Because remember, his thoughts are not our thoughts. His thoughts are far from us. And, and his ideas of who we are are completely different from what we see in the mirror. 
So sometimes it takes God to tell you, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are this. You are mine. I am your God. I am your Father. I am your Lord. For you to get to the place where you say it with his strength to the place where you can say it and declare it with your own strength. So don't ever underestimate your sound because there is victory there. Good morning, um, Elder Jonathan. It's Krishanda. Um, I just, uh, again, enjoy your declaration. Always enjoy your sound. You can just tell that you just love the Lord. And so I'm always happy to hear the delight in your voice. Um, I wanted to thank you for reminding me um, um, when you talked about declaring or prophesying to having the spirit of the Lord and so remembering to pray. Um, having the spirit of the Lord before, you know, we're declaring a thing because it has fullness of power in that, right? And mm-hmm. the other thing is that I keep hearing, um, and you said it today, um, the word amplified. That mm-hmm. word just keeps coming up. So mm-hmm. I just want to say that out loud. We just keep hearing, just keep hearing amplified. So mm-hmm. God bless you. Thank you for your declaration. And to God be praised. Um, when you talk about Amplification, it means, it literally means to take, and, and I want you to research. I tell anybody, if, if you hear a word one time too many, sometimes to me, if certain words hit my ear a certain way and it makes me go, man, okay, Lord, let's see what this means. Um, when you look at that word, it means to take it and make it bigger or to make it greater. And so uh, <laughs> when you look at amplifying your sound, sound can only be amplified because of what's around it. And so when you go through amplification or go through the place that makes you greater or go through the place that makes you bigger, that says a lot. That says a lot. Okay. Good morning. God bless you. God bless. It also may mean amplified because I thought about the Bible, the amplified translation to get a better understanding for some people too, and that might be all off. But um, just just what uh, my sister just said too is a lot. Um, your and I know we keep going. I keep going back to your sound. But when you said you you just got you went through you had to go through what you went through to get here. Thank you for that because for me, because of my personality and, you know, I do too much or I sound, I don't sound, I've even been told she saved because her sound. And so thank you because I know at 54, all the stuff that I've gone through because I didn't get stuck in it and it's a lot and it, it's tied to grief. A lot of my uh, pain and the thing that grew me you know, more mature in the word of God or made me run to the word of God and really get an understanding to get to know him, to get me through the grief um, from, you know, having a, a stillborn at 18 and just all the other people that were close to me who are no longer here. I hear my sound differently. I hope that makes sense. And I know what, when you said that um, and not um, being when, when like here recently, when Holy Spirit gives me something to say to someone, I used mm-hmm. to hurry up and say it, right? But now mm-hmm. I'm waiting. I'm just like, okay, in the wait, because there's a wait, so it'll 
be received. Right. So not, you know, not always talking, sometimes to be still and just know so that when you even witnessing to someone, because we all are assigned. And so just being careful not to um, move too fast or not to be so, um, or they'll allow the enemy to stifle me or mute me because of what I've been through. So mm-hmm. I thank you when you said that. So my sound, and not everybody want to hear everybody's sound. <laughs> like I mm-hmm. said yesterday, they did a question and answer series at church, and some of the questions were so good because there were people asking, how do you, with relationships still, because we go to church and we think that when we're going to church, everybody's going to be kumbaya and get along. No, because hurt people are going to church. So mm-hmm. not to be offended. You know what I mean? You have to really just tap in to know why you're going and then dealing with the radical part of relationships and know that instead of um, saying that I love because the word of God tells me to love. No, I love because I choose to love. Mm -hmm. And so it just makes sense. This whole month, I am so just in awe of every single morning that I have gotten something to make me go back and read the word. And and Paul and Silas, oh, my God, that, that, that story right there. Like I said, mm-hmm. nobody should get off this phone different. And they, I mean, everybody should get off this phone different. And relationships, you should really um, review some relationships, some that are no longer in your life and some that you need to not um, abort. So thank you. So thank you, Elder Jonathan. Watch this, y'all, and, and, and then I'll, whoever comes next. Um, Amplify means to make larger or greater in amount, importance, or intensity <laughs> to increase the strength or amount of, to make louder, to cause, to expand, amplify. Amplify. And in your relationship is is I I don't want us to just look at relationship as one dimensional. Relationship is the interaction between one or more. Okay, so what is the interaction between? What is the relationship between you and your circumstance? What is the relationship between you? And, and what you've gone through, what you have been through. What is the relationship between you and God? What is it that is that thing that causes you to be amplified? What is it in that thing that causes your your sound to be amplified, to be made greater? Watch this. She's saying sometimes people don't want to hear about the sound. That's okay. If I'm in the place of amplification, again, Paul and Silas, they were in the deepest depths of the dungeon, which means that you have to know that somehow their circumstances cause their sound to be amplified in such a way that everybody, everybody heard them. And everybody, everybody benefited from the relationship of the situation. Hey, Elder. Good morning. All right. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. You can finish. You good? 
No, when um because you said it again about amplifying and, and they're releasing their sound. Uh, a couple of things that you said um this morning when you talked about the pressure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the pressure of the relationship or the uncomfortable the uncomfortability of the relationship is not for your now, it's for your next, right? Wow. Um, and how you can tie that into their story. They had an uncomfortable situation being thrown into the dungeon, but like you said, they released their sound which mm-hmm. then amplified, which then, uh, because they sung their praises unto God, caused an earthquake, which then ended up allowing them to be freed from the chains of, from the chains of bondage. And then, mm-hmm. in turn, they also released their sound again to the um, prison guard who was about to try to kill himself and ended up mm-hmm. saving him and evangelizing him, and he became baptized. So when you realize the importance of the process or the uncomfortable moments or the persecution. It's not for your now, it's for your next. They had to go through that now in order to then mm-hmm. save souls in the next. So that's really good. Nobody likes to put sandpaper. Nobody right, likes but the it. sandpaper is necessary. Nobody likes it, though, but it's necessary, right? <laughs> and and I'm going to say this. I, I even... So I I took up a project recently where I had to use sandpaper. I can't stand the touch of it. I don't like the touch of it. I don't like the sound of it. But in order for the project to get to where it needs to be, it is necessary for the next level of its process and for it to get to the finished product. Good morning, I heard two people. I believe that's persistent. Rochelle. That's what I said. Um, yeah, it was it was persistent. Oh, I didn't <laughs> uh, just say I wanted to jump in before you told what I wanted to say. But I thought about when you talked about relationships and you talk about the connection and the binding and the intertwining and the interaction between two or more. Um mm-hmm. and you think about it, Paul and Silas, um, the fact that when they started worshiping, how they affected the other prisoners. It's the same thing what you and Christina was talking about, but the connection. Even though that he didn't have a relationship with the other jailer or with, and the the relationship with the guard was for him to watch them um, in a negative kind of way, to watch them. But the other jailers, they were just there in relationship to their situation and how uh, their, what you know, they're worshiping and through the connection and the intertwining of their relationship to praise unto God, how it intertwined and released the the glory or um <laughs> just the Holy Spirit to just to motivate that whole jail. Sometimes we're not in relationship with people but we're connected, which causes us to have a relationship with people. So that that was just so how you just broke down just the connection, the bind, the binding, the intertwining, the interaction um, between two or more. Because we don't have to be in a relationship. We don't have to be married to someone. We don't have to be best friends with someone just to have a connection with them. Mm-hmm. Persistent. Yep, here I knew. Here's persistent. <laughs> get in, get in there. But anyway, I just want to say this entire teaching 
Elder Jonathan, your anointing to me um, really resonates. A lot of people do, but there's something there um, with you. But you're definitely singing my song this morning as far as relationships and looking at it not being one-dimensional. My sound has definitely changed in my prayer, no question about it. Um, And it's not necessarily – I love the fact that you said you were not always comfortable with your sound because I am not comfortable with my sound at all right now. But nonetheless, I realize it's necessary. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going through the process. Um, I absolutely love the fact that you've opened the thought and the understanding that relationships are not one-dimensional, but multi-dimensional in many different ways, especially when you're, you know, with the Lord, because, you know, your walk is not just for you. It's affecting so many people that you're so unaware of as you as you walk it out loud amongst whoever God puts you around because your steps are being ordered at that time because you're relying on everything from him to get through, as you guys just said, the sandpaper process, mm-hmm. um, which is absolutely where I am right now. And last night, as I um, – and our teaching at church yesterday um, was about a relationship uh, uh, with um, Peter. And who was Peter with when he went to the gate of beautiful and the man was at the gate um, uh, that was begging and asking. And, and Paul said to him, silver and gold, I do not have. But what I do have, I give unto you. Um, I believe it was Peter and, and John. Uh, Peter and John. There you go. And um so we were talking about that relationship and how, uh, but prior to that, how the um, the believers always ate together, always talked together, always, you know, built one another up and then went to prayer. Mm-hmm. And then when they went to prayer, uh, they went out on their own. But that was what they did all the time. That was their lifestyle. And so we were mm-hmm. talking about not forgetting the sweet fellowship of the saints and getting together and edifying, building up, uh, praying for one another and so forth. And and that relationship, but as they went forth, the two went out in pairs. But they were talking about, we went. On, I came home last night from all that to say, oh, to get to this. For the first time, and I probably had done it before, but this time I was more cognizant of it. For the first time, I prophesied over myself. Mm-hmm. And very strongly, and it just came over me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spoke and declared that thing mm-hmm. in which I am going to walk into. So, and, and, and um, want it for myself. And, 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 um, what God has promised me or all of us. And so mm-hmm. I just wanted to say, I just, you just resonate with me for for, for this time. And, and and I just thank you for this teaching because it, it speaks volumes. Um, and amplified is definitely the word because he's amplifying our destiny right now. He's amplifying what this process is that we're going through, whatever stage we're at. It's, mm-hmm. It is to be amplified, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm picking up. But I just uh, got so much out of it, and I just appreciate your teaching this morning. Very much so. Thank you. To God be praised. Uh, I, I want want you to, and this is not just for her, this is whosoever will, um, to prophesy. I, there are, if 
if memory serves me correct, there are over 9,000 promises in Scripture concerning you. Um, what I've said to my Sunday school class recently is I need you to find 10 of them. Find 10. And read them, declare them, prophesy them over your life. Watch this. Prophesy also means to give divine instruction and direction to. So, again, when people say prophesy nowadays, they think, oh, oh, I mean the house or the car. No. That could mean uh, that this is the day that I will stand and no longer weep in the place of bitterness. That could mean that this, and, and you have to stand and say this out loud. Prophesy means out loud. You prophesy it, and then you meditate on it. Uh, okay, I'm trying to, um, you prophesy it, which means speak out loud. Meditate, as according to the scriptures, means to take and muddle or recall and rehearse recall and rehearse in self or in in into yourself so that which y'all which you prophesy out loud to yourself recall those words rehearse those words and 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 repeat that thing you you prophesy this is what my life will be this is what I shall have and then you go and according to Joshua take this book of the law and devour it and eat it and meditate on it day in and day out and and re rehearse and recall what God has said about you is there anyone else yes sir my brother I'll, I'll be one alpha here um, my name is Al praise God um, I'm just listening and just being humble here and just taking everything in. Sometimes it takes a minute to just to humbleize yourself and listen, just be here and listen. So I'll say this is that the, uh, the, the fact about the the, the, uh, amplitude of the amplification, I'm thinking about myself and I think about, you know, there are times when you have to um, speak life into yourself, claim life in yourself, you know, as you say, prophesy or claim the promises and speak the promises out loud. I'm a mm -hmm. very uh, volumetric person, and so I'm loud. My wife knows this. So when I pray, I pray aloud. Um, I was taught to pray aloud because I pray aloud because it's a part of my um, my praise because I confuse that enemy by praying aloud. And I, and I, I pray so aloud that I almost shake these walls I'm, I'm, I'm around here because the mm -hmm. fact is, is that there is something about that amplitude that I bring, that sound that I bring, that really brings a peace of past our understanding. Just as uh, my dear brother that says, praises confuse the enemy. I mean, we're in a mix of uh, times now. You know, things are going around. You know, God is intensifying things. You know, with these wars, with the oil changes, He's intensifying things to give us fair warning. He's intensifying things to say, "Hey, look up." He told me the other day, "Look up." You know, I listen to my uh, my Bible vision every day, and for some reason or another, my brother, I, I heard the voice of the author, but then I heard another voice that look up, keep your head up. So mm -hmm. I say this is that, you know, the attitude that we need to be in tune with is with the Holy Spirit. And when that Holy Spirit gives you fair warning and fair wording, but also encouragement, it's an, it's an intensified promise. He's mm -hmm. saying that I'm right here. I'm mm -hmm. not I'm right here. I'm right here. That's what he's saying. You, you, you know, and the intensity is to give you fair warning, but also alerts you that he is with you. You're not alone. Yep. And 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 I I like that. 
in this regard to, to amplification, when we talk about amplifying something, sometimes because of what we go through and gone through, the sound that you are has to be amplified so that you not look. Paul and Silas was in the middle of this thing. David was in the middle of this thing. They okay, so let me let me show y'all something real quick. Paul and Silas had been beaten, humiliated, and beaten again, and then they were thrown in stocks. So when you look at those kind of chains, it's not just chains, it's not just bindings, but what happens is those particular things put your body in this stretching formation. So your arms are stretched, your torso is stretched, your legs are being stretched, and your ankles and, and wrists are being pinched and punched um, with screws. That's happening. Uh, David is in the same place with all of the other men who lost their wives and children. Here's the thing. David lost twice as much as what everybody else lost, but they were ready to kill David. So when we talk about amplifying uh, sound, when we talk about amplifying in, a, in something, it means that I now have to have the ability, and one of the words was to strengthen, I have to have now the strength to get past that which is currently pressing me in the place where I want to give up, in the place where I should be. Watch this, be unconscious. When you study those particular situ situations or scenarios, there is nothing about that that says that you are sober in mind. If you have ever been beaten with anything, there is no part of you that says, I need to amplify this. It, it, there's no part of you that mentally says, I need to sing praises. But it's cause you go through it and your your sound, God, God gives you that sound before that. Because remember, the thing that got them in trouble is because Paul was grieved. David went to war. And so God will give you a place to, that your sound has to speak beyond your circumstance. And when you say relationships, I want you guys to, to think about it like this. This month is radical relationships, radical interactions, radical interactions, radical intertwining, radical connection. What is that? Anything that you spend more than seconds with has a relationship. And so the relationship or the interaction between me and this thing, my sound has to do what here? Is there any other? What I hear is glory! <laughs> yep. Yep. And it's like a third time. Yep. At that release. Watch this. Sometimes you have to release those sounds to let you know, one, that you're still alive. Two, to let your situation know that God has got to get the glory out of this. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Brother Jonathan, did you say write down 10 things that we could prophesy over ourselves or 10 promises? Both. 10 promises that you can prophesy over yourself. 
Okay. Great declaration. I came in on the tail end, but uh, I, I, I'm enjoying the, the dialogue this morning. Great declaration. God be praised. God be the glory. God be the glory. If there is no other, I pray that your sound is amplified, uh, that you recognize your interactions and your space and time to be a place for God to get glory. Um, with that, Father, we pray now that you would further increase our sound, further amplify our sound, further amplify us in you, further amplify the relationship of the interaction of the thing. God, we thank you for the thing that came to that that came that seemed to be heavy. Uh, we thank you for that thing. God, we thank you for the fire. I know that sounds strange, but God, we thank you for the fire. We thank you for the pressure because, God, because of those things, we are now uh, moving toward the place that you would have us to be. And because of that, God, you get the glory out of our lives and our sound. So, God, we say thank you in Jesus' name. And I pray that you all go with an amplified sound in your interactions today. God bless. Marriage Matters tonight, 6.30 on the same line. Come call and join us.
Hello? Praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another.